Hello and welcome to Victory Church. Today, July the 8th, 2020, we say hello to you from Odessa, Texas. Welcome. It is a privilege to be here today with my brother, Ryan. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to be here as well. And we are going to have a wonderful topic this evening. What to do to go to heaven? Is, is that an interesting question or what? It's a saving question. Oh, that's a great <laughs> thing. It's true. Absolutely. So we thank you, friends, for your time. We hope that you will have a great time together here with us. And I want you to remember that in our hearts, Jesus is Lord. Is, is Jesus Lord in your heart, brother? Yes, Jesus is, is in my heart. <laughs> that is awesome. I love to hear that. Today with me, my dear brother, Ryan Hall. Well, Nathaniel is not with us. He's taking a nap now. Yeah, he's sleeping. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's had a busy day today. He has. And we, we want us to tell, we would like to hear from you a little bit of your story. You became a believer in some point in your life, right? Mm, yes. What happened to you? Well, um, you know, I was living in a lot of sexual impurity, Gion. Uh, it, it had taken over my life. And uh, one day, I just started feeling bad for sleeping with girls. And I felt like it wasn't right, but I didn't understand it. And so some time went on. Uh, the Lord brought me a Bible, got me a Bible in my hands. Um, and I started reading it. And I was in Matthew. And, and as I was reading Matthew chapter 5, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, he started talking about adultery. And it really started... I started understanding what was happening, mm. and um, and in a few weeks later, after that, um, one day after I got done eating, I just had this powerful experience where just weight was lifted off of me. I felt these chains fall off of me, and I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that God had saved me and set me free, and. Um, I've got given my life to him at that moment, and everything's changed. My desires, what I want to do in life, all those things have changed. Everything changed in your life, and that yes. can happen to anybody. Dear friend, if you would like to communicate with us, please feel free to send us an email, info at thechurch.us, as well, thechurch.us is the website that you can go to connect with us. And if you are watching through any of the platforms, Please feel free to give us a like, a thumbs up, and write a comment. That would be terrific. I want you to know that we do have a podcast. As of today, 289 episodes that you can use uh, your podcast app on your iPhone or simply use Spotify, Podomatic, Google Play, Music Player, FM, Listen Notes, or iHeartRadio. Those are available, but we also have audiobooks. I want you to know that. You can go to the website magiancarlo.com and you can download them for free. You can read the book if you like to download the PDF, or you can download the audiobook. Enjoy those good stories, all original stories for free, good entertainment that I know that you will enjoy in mygiancarlo.com. And let me tell you something about the books. 
The first book is on mask. It's a drama story in a family. Interesting. The second one is inadequate. It's the story of a girl that needed to be changed. The third one is a romantic story. I know that some people like very much romance. And also we have one book that is about action. It's the story of someone involved in the drug business. And there is action. You will love to hear this story survive. And the good guys actually win at the end. We have another story that is interesting too, which is the one year later. It's a Christmas story where you will see the great things that can happen to anybody by doing what is right. We have uh, a story about a dog, Frankie. I know that some people love their dogs. We love our dog, Max. But uh, I named this, this, uh, this dog Frankie because I just like the name. <laughs> we have two more books. One is about the sports, is Made to Win. It's a story that I wrote based on Andrews, Texas. And I hope that you will listen to it. It's a good story. And finally, the last, the most recent is Year 2064. It's a story of the future. Those books are available. And if you are wondering how to connect with Victory Church, I got to tell you this. There are many ways to connect with Victory Church, one of those is you can come to our church and worship God on Sunday at 10 a.m. Every Sunday you can come here and enjoy the music. We have coffee, donuts, and also great fellowship during the week. Every night from Tuesday through Thursday, 7 p.m., you can watch any of our videos here. And of course, Saturday at 5 p.m., if you want to join us for a short worship service at 5 p.m., please come and join us. If you want to sleep in on Sunday, come Saturday, 5 p.m., 2400 West 81st Street in Odessa, Texas. Come and join us in Victory Church. We would love to see you here, and I know that you will meet good friends. We will start our broadcast of this evening reading these beautiful scriptures answering the question, what to do if we want to go to heaven? And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Those who believe in Jesus, he gives them the right to become children of God. Simple as that. It's the right that you receive by believing in Jesus. But isn't it a little bit too simple for so many people just to believe and become a believer, become a, a child of God? What do you think? <laughs> For some, they can work it in their mind to where it's very difficult. But the good news is that it's not difficult. It's very simple. It is to just believe. Just believe. Just believe. That is that. Was, was that simple to you? Just to believe? It became that simple for me. As I encounter the Lord more and more, it became that simple. And yes. it can it also simple to you, my friend. The question is if, if you are willing to receive the gift of salvation because salvation is a gift. Mm -hmm. If somebody that you know that you love, somebody in your family says to you, I want to give you this shirt, it's a gift. Well, you can reject the shirt, correct? You can. You can reject it. Or you it. can say, well, I'm going to wear it. I would like to, to wear this shirt because after all, you are giving me this gift. Well, salvation is a gift. Yes. You know, it's interesting uh, that the believer 
is a person who can declare that they will go to heaven without being self-righteous because it is a gift that they received. They didn't earn it. They didn't work for it. And many times I think people uh, believe it is something to be earned, but it is not to be earned. It is to be received, received with joy. Because the only requirement to go to heaven is to believe. How often people ask me the same question. Do you know? And perhaps you, my friend, are one of those wondering, really, in order to go to heaven, all that I got to do is to believe? To, to me, that doesn't make any sense, you might say. So many people have said that to me. You know, they have said, no, I think I, I got to do something. Do I have to pay something? What do I do? What do I need to do? Because I really would like to go to heaven. And we say, well, all that you need to do is just to believe. And they are like, really? Is that it? Why is it so difficult to people to believe that it's just believing what gives them salvation? You know, Gian, I think it's because of the American dream. The American dream tells us that if we work hard, if we take risks, that if we... Uh, we sacrifice a whole lot, that we will receive a prosperous life, that we'll receive good things, the, the awesome house, the awesome car, the awesome spouse. And I think that we kind of bring that into our relationship with God and into Christianity. And it makes it very difficult for the Christian to consider works-based and to apply those in the strength of the flesh. You, you are right. I think it has to do with the fact that we want to earn everything, but yeah. the salvation is different. Romans 10, 9 tells us another beautiful truth. Yes, it does. It says, if you openly say that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. If you openly say that Jesus is Lord and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Listen, my friend. This is the scripture, okay? This is not what I want to say. It's not what Ryan wants, to, mm. wants you to believe. This is the scripture. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. You check it yourself. <laughs> Open your Bible. Turn on your Bibles. You know, in the past, we used to Turn say on. that. You know, <laughs> In the past, we used to say, Open your Bibles. When we preachers, we were about to preach. Open your Bibles, friends, in the church. Now we say, Turn on your Bibles. <laughs> I do love hearing the pages turn, though. The smell of the ink is good, too. The what? Uh, the smell of ink. I don't know. What the... Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, and the paper. This is yeah. a good smell. And a new Bible, and the smell that... Mm -hmm. So now we just turn on the Bible. Turn on your Bible, Romans chapter 10, verse 9. All that you got to do is just to believe. But how, how to believe? That is the question then. How do we believe something like that? Some people say, I don't have that faith. Well, thankfully that faith is a gift that's given to us. He, uh, the Bible says that he's the author of our faith. And so to be the author, you have to create it and give it. And we receive that from the Lord. It's a thing that the Holy Spirit does within us and leads us to. And it's begin, uh, Jesus becomes revealed to us in a new way that's never been done before. And as that process happens, we, we start to believe and it starts to become real. True. Absolutely true. By, but I have another question here. Mm -hmm. The question is, why do people make Christianity so difficult? 
Why do people do that? You know, it, it bothers me sometimes, honestly, when I hear people telling those that are unchurched people that they have to do any number of things in order to earn the title of a Christian person. I want you to know, my friend, that whoever is telling you that you have to do certain things to earn that title, that person is wrong. And, and I don't understand what is the objective behind it because, as a matter of fact, we all believers are called by the Lord to invite others to become believers as well, to spread the message of the gospel so more people can become Christians. So why do people make Christianity so difficult when, to begin with, every believer received the gift of salvation? So if I receive that gift for free, why in the world will I make it difficult for you? You know, an interesting verse in uh, Galatians, actually Galatians chapter 3 verse 5 says, Does he who supplies the Spirit to you and do works of miracles among you do so by works of the law, or is it by hearing with faith? <laughs> Isn't that amazing it that is. Paul is telling believers, these are not unbelievers, these are believers, that the Spirit comes because they have believed. He does miracles around them because they believe. That is so opposite to the average American today who is told over and over again in education and in college to work hard for things and you will receive things. That's, it it kind of goes against everything we've been taught. But, and so to just easily turn the, you know, hit the switch and not use that in Christianity can be a difficult thing, but it is doable. It's doable. And I want you to know, my friend, this. If anyone, whether it's in your family, your neighborhood, yes. people that you know that are members of certain church or whatever, if anyone is telling you that you have to fulfill a number of things in order to become a child of God, that person is wrong. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who is telling you that. Run from them. <laughs> they, you know, that is not biblical. No. It's not what the scripture tells us. In order to become a believer, to become a child of God, the only requirement is to believe. So whoever is making that difficult to you, that person is wrong. And you know what? Just ignore this individual. And if you want to experience freedom, join a church that believes yes. in the message of grace. Grace, the favor of God. God is not rejecting you. Are you listening to me? God is not rejecting you. And you might be thinking, but you don't know my life. You don't know what kind of lifestyle I have. We should tell them about Paul, who was Saul. What kind of life did he have before he became a Christian? Yeah, what kind of life did I have? Yeah, or me. Oh, it's horrible. Well, I don't like my past, <laughs> honestly. You know, but the Lord saved me by, by grace. So don't let anyone making this transition into Christianity too difficult. Find a church that believes in grace. And I, I have news for you. Here in Victory Church, 
is exactly what we say. We are saved by grace. It's faith. It's all faith. And the only requirement is to believe. Believe, that's all. People are trying to, to make this difficult to you. Don't pay attention to them. Run away. Yeah. <laughs> Run away. Put Those, your knockies on. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go somewhere else and come to Victory Church. We believe in the message of grace because that's, that is exactly what God wants you to experience. Free forgiveness because the, the price already was paid. You listening? The price of your forgiveness, the price for your salvation was already paid on Calvary, on the cross yes. by the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, Dion, um, I think many often, many times often, uh, not, not used to, but these days when, when people go to pastors and other people who are believers to ask them, you know, I don't know if I'm truly saved. I don't know if I've been truly converted. A lot of times they'll say, well, did you pray the prayer? And they'll say, yes. And then that person will say, well, then you are saved. That's the devil bothering you. You need to tell him to shut up. <laughs> that is so wrong. You cannot, base, you cannot base your eternal home on whether that you've said a prayer or not. But we must look to the scriptures to see if salvation has taken root in our, in our hearts and in our lives. True. You know, Philippians 1.6 says that to uh, the good work God began in you, he will continue until he completes it on the day when the Lord Jesus Christ comes again. That, that work will be completed there one day. The full perfection, the completion of God's work, when we will be in, in the full capacity of our perfection and sanctification. Mm -hmm. But that will be done one day, whether it's when we transition to eternity or when the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. But in, until that then, we all are aware that the Lord God is doing a work within us. Yeah. Because even the a process, yeah, the good work, even the process that he's doing right now, he knows that we are imperfect. You know, in Romans 7, Paul is uh, in 14 and 15, verses 14 and 15 in chapter 7, he, he, he acknowledges that the law of God is both spiritual and good. But the, and he also acknowledges that within his flesh, there is difficulty and struggle. <laughs> so, True. Um, it's encouraging to know that even Paul, one of the most amazing Christians who did so much good work in the Lord, acknowledged that even him had this fleshly struggle. But that in the spirit, he produced good fruits. He produced patience. He produced love. He produced joy, long-suffering, and all those things that are required and needed for the believer true. to walk this life with God. True, absolutely true. Now, we should be concerned with God's will and what pleases Him. Yes. That should be our concern. And if you are wondering, my friend, how can you start living a life that is more appropriate? Well, of course, your company, your friends, the things that you are watching and listening, all those things are going to affect you. You know, I, I have this saying, and it's kind of funny, because I don't think uh, 
explains it well, but here I am with my example. If you are hanging out with wolves, you will start, <laughs> start wooing. <laughs> Arr! Arr! Yeah, you hang out with wolves, you will start Arr! Arr! Yeah, exactly. That's you will, you will <laughs> But when you are hanging out with Christian people, you know, maybe imperfect people, because after all, who is perfect? Not Only God, like right? But you know what? When you are hanging out with other believers, one encourages the other, and we, yes. we work with each other. Yes. We work with each other. Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, that is one of the marks of someone who has entered and received the grace of God is that their friends will change. Their heart, their desires will change. They will be wanting to please the Lord. Although we will continue making mistakes. We will continue to be making mistakes, yes. What do you do when you make a mistake? You know, I, uh, I will go to the Lord. I'm sorrowful over it. It, it, it. it weighs me down. But the grace of God allows me to come to Him and confess those sins and be cleansed, and there's this continual work that he's doing in me, cleansing that he's doing in me, that as I come to him, I have assurance that he will forgive me of all my sins because I have not done anything to deserve. I've received the work of Jesus on the cross that he has paid my sin debt forever, and that gives me reassuring hope, and because of that, it makes me also want to forgive other people. It Mm -hmm. makes me want to go to them to tell them and confess to them when I've done something wrong against them, to go to them and tell them I'm sorry and to admit my wrong before them. You know, friend, if, if you are really interested in becoming a believer, in going to heaven, remember what we discussed at the beginning. It's all matter of faith, matter of believing that the Lord Jesus Christ paid the price for, for your salvation. And slowly you will start to experience some changes in your life. But it's very important what Ryan just mentioned, that in your imperfections, in your mistakes, when I do something wrong, when I say something wrong, when I offend somebody, the right thing to do is to apologize. But also when someone makes a mistake and tells me, I'm sorry, Gian, for what I have said or done, the right thing to do is to forgive. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't even just stay there. Like, that exchange spreads throughout your whole life. It spreads through your work. You, you may no longer want to uh, charge over hours that you used to charge. You, the Lord may, you know, explain to you and tell you these are wrong. And because of the grace that you've experienced with God, it'll lead you to want to charge the right amount of hours at work. You know, it'll lead you to quit lying. It'll lead exactly. you... Because you will start to be concerned with his will. Yes. And what you want to do is to start pleasing him. And my friend, that is the key, okay? I want you to get it. Salvation is a gift. The Lord Jesus Christ paid the price. You will go to heaven by believing. Don't let anyone try to confuse you about that. But you got to do this. You got to do that. No. No is not what the scripture says. But that is not the end. There are many other things. I told you the importance of hanging out with the right crowd. Yeah. It's important. And as you are starting your Christian life, reading your Bible, saying your prayers, changing the music, changing 
the movies that you are watching, changing all those things because you need to start cleaning your mind yourself as well. But when you are concerned about God's will and you want to please him, you know, you are doing exactly what the Lord wants you to do. L listen to this powerful scripture here in Philippians 2.13. I love this scripture because it shows that we don't do this on our own strength. No, we don't. We have help from the Holy Spirit. Oh, absolutely. It says, God who is working in you, God who's working in you, he helps you want to do what pleases him, and he gives you the power to do it. He gives you the power to do it. Listen, if you are doing something wrong and you know it in your heart and you say, it's time for me to quit, I, need, I don't need to do the same thing over and over again, he will give you the power, not just the desire, but also the power to do it. Yes. Isn't it beautiful when that happens? It is. The heart changes. You know, it says, uh, I believe in Psalms, that the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. True. But those are the, those are the desires of a changed heart that has spent time with God. Those will be desires wanting to please him, wanting to do his will, wanting to be at the job that he wants you to be at, the home, interacting with the people he wants you to, to be with. Right, because God is working in you. Yes. And that is why we want to obey God and do his will. That is what we want. Some people say, well, you people, you, you, you put mandatory things to your church members. You do this. I know, I know what you guys do in churches. You tell your people, you got to dress this way. You cannot go this other place. You cannot do this and you cannot do that. You got to give money. And, yeah, and you got to do all these other things. Well, no, you know what? It, 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 that's not true. No. Maybe it's true in certain churches. I am not going to defend all the I will, churches. I will not be there. But, but listen, at <laughs> least here in Victory Church, and I know many other churches, we, we don't force people to do anything. Mm -hmm. But you know what happens? And it starts with the pastor, okay? We want to obey God and do his yes. will. It starts with the leader of the church. It starts with the leader of the house. In the eyes of the Lord, the man is the head of the household, the authority, the example you, my friend, you want your wife to follow you, but where are you going to? Do you think that if you are going to hell, your wife says, sure, let's go together to hell and let's bring the kids with us. <laughs> no. No. That's not the purpose of leadership. Leadership is responsibility. Leadership is someone that understands what he's doing. So you are married. I am married. Do we make mistakes in our homes? Of course we yeah, do. Of course we do. We're, hum we're humans. But as good leaders, in the name of the Lord, we are going to correct the path yes. and lead our families to do yeah. what is right. That's why, my friend, you are not listening to this by, by a coincidence. You say, what I am listening to this to? What, what I am doing this? I, don't, I want to close this video. I don't want to watch it anymore. Don't do it. Don't do it. Keep listening. Because the Lord wants to show you that there are different ways of doing the true Christianity. Yeah. Because we want to obey God and do his will. But I have one more scripture for you. This is a wonderful scripture. It's Hebrews 10, 14. 
With one sacrifice, our Lord Jesus Christ made us perfect forever. Who we are the ones who are being made holy. With one sacrifice. Just one. Just one sacrifice. How hard it is for people to understand that there is only one sacrifice required. Was one. Is one. And will be one. Only one sacrifice. And it is not our sacrifice. No. Not ours. Nor our works. We don't need to do anything. Uh -uh. No one thing. Doing something? No. You know, there are places, probably you have heard, people need to beat, beat up themselves and others that they need to be on their knees, walking in a mountain, going to a hill, carrying a piece of wood in their backs, walking into fire, stones with fire and stuff like that. No. Many crazy things. You know what? That's just not right. There is only one sacrifice. It's the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take it. Take it. Take that sacrifice, my brother, my friend, yes. my sister, my, my dear viewer and listener. Just give your heart to the good Lord God Almighty. Just surrender and tell him, today is the day. Today is the day of my salvation. Lord God, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. The sacrifice of your son, Jesus, is enough for me. I believe. I believe. And starting today, I'm going to be different. And I'm going to reach the goal to please you, to become the person you want me to be. In the name of Jesus, welcome to the family of God. I want you to know that you are now my brother and my sister in the Lord Jesus Christ, also with our brother Ryan. Amen. What a great privilege you gave me today, my brother, to be here with us. Thank you for letting me enjoy and be here too. Hopefully we do it again. Yes, I would love to. That would be great. Remember, my friend, you can change. Did you change one day? Oh, I changed big time. <laughs> and what was the most important thing that you learned? You know, the most important thing to me uh, was to please the Lord. I was so thankful for having eternal heaven with God and not hell. I just it, it just drove me to want to please Him. Beautiful. And that is what we want, to please the Lord. You know, Jiang, I've, I've heard there's something coming up next uh, on July 9th. Really? Yeah. What it's, is it? It's true. Well, guess what? There are two beautiful ladies coming to Victory Church to speak. Awesome. They are Tracy and... Tony. Oh, I bet that'll be a powerful time. Do you know the topic that they are introducing no, to us? No, tell me. It's on the screen. The ruder <laughs> of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> words. Words. Very important. July the 9th at 7 p.m. here in Texas, 8 p.m. in the East Coast, 5 p.m. in the West Coast. Thank you for watching, friends. We would love to see you here again. And remember... We are new creation yes. in the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a beautiful night. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.